0: Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I'm your host, Deb Laflamme, and I'm so excited that you've taken the time today to learn ways to market your biz better. Now, today is a casual conversation, and I'm excited for you to meet my guest because I love to use metaphors with her when it comes to talking about her marketing. Now, I'm gonna give a little introduction about my guest, and then I'm gonna invite her to share with all of you who she is and who she serves, and then we're gonna get into all the things marketing so that you find you know what you need, why you came, why you're listening today, and maybe you'll learn something one thing even that will help you market your biz better so let's get started my guest today is liz mccutcheon and liz is actually one of some someone who i've been working with over the years as she's developed her business her brand which is called running on venti and i'll let her get into why she named her business that and what it means but The reason I invited Liz to be a guest on my podcast is because she truly is an example of someone who started and wasn't so sure about how to get her message, her gifts out to her dream clients. And doing that, like going through that process, which we're going to talk about, that journey of learning how to do that, she became clearer and clearer and clearer on what she offered, who it's for, what their problems were and how she can be the solution to their problem. And so that process of identifying really deep inside of what she's here to do and who she's here to work with, that's that marketing journey that you the relationship journey that you need to take your your customers and your clients on. And I'm really excited to have Liz here because it's a real life example of how marketing isn't always easy. So, with that said, welcome, Liz, to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. Thanks so
1: much, Deb. I'm really excited to be here. And hello to everybody today. Happy Friday.
0: Yeah. We're recording so, this
1: on Friday. So, happy Friday.
0: Yeah. Well, every day is a happy Friday for me. I love, I just, I think I love, like, no matter what day it is, when I get to talk about marketing, it's amazing. So, glad to have you here. Liz, why don't you just share a little bit about, Um, you know who you are and a little bit about running on
1: Venti. I'm a, so as Deb said, I'm running on Venti and I'm actually a mind and running coach and I serve mainly busy women, thirties to fifties. Um, and the reason I'm able to say that is because I really honed in on my dream client. I used to try to serve everybody and I realized that's not really what my gifts were. And Mm -hmm. the more I honed in on who that client was, the more clear I became on who I serve and what I do. And I basically, women come to me to help them reach their running goals from beginner to experienced runner, 5K to ultra marathon. I even coach hikers and climbers. Um, And they come to me because they have a goal or they have a race or they want to get better. And I work with them to train their mind and body to do that through running. But what ends up happening is it also flows into their everyday life.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. I think that's like, that's the beauty is when there's balance and all the things that they come to you that's chaotic, everything else becomes more balanced, right? So when you work with them on scheduling the training, and this is like, going to be so aligned with what I do with my clients with marketing is- when you, set, when you set time aside, it becomes non-negotiable and it happens. You actually do the work, whatever the work is, whether it's meal prep or um, rolling out or planning your content, right? Like it's all of these things that, you know, everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. And I know you and I have had this conversation a lot about our own lives and our own training and our own marketing. So what, is, um, what are some things that, like, give us an example of, like, what your athletes come to you and what they're saying when it's, like, they raise their hand and say, I think I need to hire a running coach. And I just want to add, Liz, like, I love that you are not just a running coach because you and I both know there are millions of running coaches out there. So, actually, before you get into what your clients say, why don't you talk about why you've bridged the gap between the mindset and the running?
1: Well, one of the things I think I – bring to the table and many coaches do this too, but I bring my own life experience to it. And I really haven't, I don't give my athletes anything that I haven't done or haven't tried or aren't working or that I'm not working on. And the biggest change in my life over the last two years is bringing the meditation and mind training piece into my life um, that I've learned from my coaches. And now I can bring to my own athletes and When they first, when an athlete first comes to me, and we're all athletes, um, this is not just for the experienced runner. um, Mm -hmm. I call all my clients athletes. When they first come to me, I always ask them, are you open to training your mind and maybe incorporating some meditation? And I have, I've never had someone say no, because they're like, they're intrigued. They, oh, train my mind. What's that about? And I work with them starting with just like five minutes. And some of them will be like, can I use an app? And I'm always very whatever it takes for people to get started, I'm all for, but eventually I'm like, you need to sit still. And I guide them through, I either talk to them or I put the words in their plan to talk about how I want to guide you through today's five minutes. And then Eventually, I ten minutes, fifteen minutes, um, and, and I have some that I don't even have to put the meditation in their plan anymore. they just do it
0: right right and that's the that's the beauty of identifying your athletes' needs, your clients' needs, where they are today, and helping get them to where they want to be in their training and I, I love that. I love the flexibility that you bring to the table too so let's get into a little bit about. You know your relationship with marketing today and maybe how it's evolved over time like talk about how hard it was maybe (laughs) let's get real right now
1: so yeah let's get here's some real talk uh when i first started working with Deb, um i hated the word marketing and selling i could i was at a point where like i said to you all today i'm a mind and running coach i say that with confidence today over two years ago, I couldn't even say I was a coach. Mm. I couldn't even post that on social media. Yeah, I would say it took over a year before I even said the word coach. And then I would say it's been over the last year where I've really grown and become confident in what I say and on social media, what I say in my email messaging. Mm -hmm. And it's changed everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's act. I, I'm not afraid to say I'm a coach. I'm a mind and running coach. Here's what it looks right. like. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what my clients and athletes are doing. Right. Whereas two years ago, I was scared to death and, about words and what to say. I, I was really good. What I'm really good at is showing my story and what I'm doing, struggles and the good things. But I had a hard time tying that into marketing to reach my dream soulmate client.
0: Yeah. No, Yo, you like took the words right out of my mouth. Cause I was going to bring that up. Like, I remember that conversation where I said, and I almost like think I can remember where I was when I said it, because I remember being like, okay, she needs to hear this today. And I said, listen, if you just want to be a runner, like just be a runner, like, and just share that journey. You don't have to be anything else, but if you truly want to be a coach You've got to start using that word. You've got to start saying that I can help you with your goals, with your running goals, with your race, with your training. And I mean, I, do you remember that conversation? Absolutely. Like, I, yeah. I,
1: it's like we're sitting there having it again. I, I, I think I was sitting <laughs> at my kitchen island and you were saying, I might've even been walking around and I yeah. heard you clearly. I said, no, I want to be a coach. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I knew that that's what I wanted, that I wanted to be of service to others. And I think yeah. that's what I really bring to the table through what I do and through just the marketing is I love this so much and it's changed my life so much that I want to tell other people.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so here's the thing. I want to break this down a little bit because for the hundreds of women that I've worked with over the years, I would say 90% of them are reverse of what you are or where <laughs> you were. And I mean that in the kindest of ways. So they they were more able, more more, um, comfortable sharing what they did in their business, sharing what they could do to help their clients, their audience, their fans, their followers. Here's what you can buy. Here's how you can hire me. Very comfortable doing that. But they would not and could not and often are still super afraid to show their story, their journey, they are hiding behind their business and their brand. And Liz, you were the exact opposite of, and you still are the exact opposite of most women that I work with, where you are in front of your brand. And we've even had conversations where should you be Liz McCutcheon or should you be running on Venti, right? We've we've had that conversation of, am I a brand? Am I a business? What am I? And what you just said is you can coach women, you can, and some men, we'll be honest, like you have yep. men, you still work with men, but you can coach athletes through what they need to get through to get to the other side, because you have been in their literal shoes, right? Their running shoes. Absolutely. Absolutely. you've been in that spot where it's been hard. You've been in that spot where you didn't want to always train. You've been in that spot where it's raining or it's hot or it's snowing, but you got the work done because you knew you needed to do that if you wanted to reach that goal that you're setting out for your training. And so like no one is a better example as a coach than one who is going through the motions themselves. And so I believe in the fitness industry that that's one of the best qualities of a coach is one who's doing it, doing the work themselves. And so that was the easy part for you. That was the easy part for you. But showing up and saying, hey, you can pay me for this. And here's what you can pay me was the hard part for you. And I believe, Liz, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you loved it so much that you'd be willing to do it for free. And that's where there's that like dotted line in the sand for you is like, I want it to be a business, but I love it so much that like, I just want to help people.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like I still am of service to the kids I coach and at the, at Parker and Devon's, where I'm an assistant coach for track and cross country that I do just out of pure love for the sport and Mm -hmm. for getting even bringing this mindfulness and mind training to the younger generation. Um, But absolutely. I, um, I just love this so much. Like ask my family, I think my family's excited that I'm coaching because that means that they don't have to hear it all the time. Right. Um, Right. And I still have problems with the whole charging side of things. Like I've started at one place and now I've moved up to an, that's a whole other marketing side of things that I'm, knee deep in and working on. Um, but yes, I would have given, and I was almost not confident enough to say, this is what I do. And I'm good enough for you to pay me this. Yes. So I started out really small, yeah. um, But but it got me the initial clients I needed. It got me, I had to start there to get here.
0: Yep. Right. You had to be open to being paid for something you love so much and turning it from a passion to profitable business. And, you know, I think you've never really had pressure. And this is the piece that I think is the reason that I believe that your mindset is the way it is, is, you know, you're not like looking to like put your kids through college. I mean, maybe you are, but like the the, the reason for your business is to help people run their races. I mean, your mission is in fact that, whereas many people are starting out whatever they're selling, whatever they're marketing, whatever they're offering, and they've got to pay the bills. And so it's a totally different mindset. And I mean like they're suffering. They're they're going month to month. Their bills are coming and they're panicking. Like you've never felt that with your business. And so it's a different kind of love. When you're marketing, it's really about sharing. Listen, I do this and this is what I do. And so my projects, this is what my training looks like. And I can help you come up with your training. Like it's more of like a... Like a girlfriend to girlfriend conversation is like, "You need my help I'm here for you and that's a beautiful way to build relationships with your with your athletes. So talk to me a little bit about you know what you believe you do best in terms of marketing in terms of we'll we'll use the word selling yourself right telling people what do you think has been hard for you to get your word out? Tell me a little bit about what that feels like when it's a new month and you're like, this is what I want to talk about this month. Tell me what that feels like. What do you think you do really well?
1: Well, I definitely, sh- what I do really well is I show up. My favorite place to be is Instagram because I yeah. love pictures and I think people are drawn to my story. Yeah, yeah. I inspire them and they reach out to me because I inspire them. That's why I get most of the people that I have. And I think that's why sharing my story has been such a huge part of my marketing. Um, I would say one of the hardest things for me to do is I have no problem saying X, Y, Z, and this is where I'm at today. It's that next stage call to action. It's like, I can't get the words to come out sometimes. And it it like almost stops me in my track and I'll end up either just posting without it or I post with something and I don't love it or it doesn't sound like me. And yeah. that's one thing I'm still really working on. But the one thing I'm really excited about is, and what I'm realizing is it's about instead of looking for that next shiny thing, oh, I'm going to go after that shiny thing and do that or because that's going to get me people or I'm going to go to this shiny thing. I'm really focusing on my, building my list. I've heard mm-hmm. it in, enough from you and from others that we don't own anything on social media. It's, but you do own the people that have joined your list. So mm-hmm. I've, my focus and I'm staying on it is building my list. And that mm-hmm. has been something I don't normally focus on. And at the beginning of this year, I've said to you and the group that I'm in, is that I'm going to send out a newsletter every month and I'm going to start building my list. And I, I have been doing the email every month, but I wasn't really focusing on the list. And I don't mm-hmm. know, something just clicked with me with talking with you, with what happened with Instagram and Facebook a month or two ago. That this is where I need to be focusing, and that's what I've been doing. And once I made the conscious decision Mm. to work on something that was really hard for me, it's like become easy.
0: Yes. Well, this let's let's bring this back to how it relates to training for a race. Yeah. You know, you don't wake up. Today and go run a 5K. I mean, some people can, but let's yeah. let's say a marathon. Like you don't wake up today and run a marathon and finish. I mean, probably not. Like most no. people can't. And you don't wake up today and have a hundred or a thousand people on your email list. So it takes work. So it's that flexing of the muscles, the stretching of the limbs, the rolling, the foam rolling out of the muscles, too, right? So yes. Like how can you relate? what you're doing to grow your email list. Let's just keep on that subject. Okay. Your email list. Like what are things that you, you know you can do consistently to get to those email um, contact goals that you have this year? And let's share like what you're doing, share what, what has worked. Because um, I love, I actually talk about your story all the time and what sets you apart and when, it, when you use it, you always get email opt-ins. Like when you actually do the work, just like when your athletes train, they actually get the results, right? When you, when you meditate, you get results. When you run, you get results. When you eat different foods and your nutrition recommendations, you get results. So talk about what you do, what you're doing now to get people to opt into your email list and what's working.
1: Well, one thing I constantly show on my social media that I do every day, to recover after training is I drink a green smoothie. <laughs> right. It's a simple green smoothie. It's my favorite. I pretty much almost do the same one every day, but I have variations and through working with you, you're like, I, it was about coming up with like some type of freebie or something to give to people who want to, to opt in and want to hear from me every month, want to hear yeah. what I have to say. and you're like, what about the green smoothie? And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I did it maybe about five, six months ago. And so I'm used to the green smoothie. And I, so I was like, so I did it. I got a lot of people joining my list. It grew. And, but then I was like, oh, I need, again, I was looking for that new shiny thing. And I ended up just recently reintroducing the green smoothie, joined my list to get the, recipe. Here's ways I vary it. To my email subscribers who are already there, I, in this most recent newsletter, I gave them some other variations I don't share with other people, um, which is why I really love focusing on the newsletter. It's a way to really connect with the people who have taken the time and want to read what I have to say every month. And I can give, be of service to them for wanting to opt in and hear from me. But, um, so I've been consistently staying with the green smoothie and right. it's amazing. Every time I post something, either in my story or on my feed and Instagram or on Facebook, I probably get two or three people to sign.
0: So I think I right, let's, let's take this back for a second, because you, you mentioned that, you know, we were talking about a way for you to grow your email list and mm-hmm. the other piece is we wanted to set you apart from everyone else. And there's yeah. three components of running on Venti and they're, what are, what are your three components? Like when I look at your logo, what are the three things? Mindset, running, yeah. and nutrition. Right. Okay. So if we took those three things, if we want to set her apart from everybody else, like uh, a, a couch to 5k training isn't really different, you know, mm-hmm. um, and maybe she could do a meditation, but she wasn't really ready to do that last week where she shares a meditation with her, with, her, with her audience. So then one of the things that I noticed from watching her Instagram stories is that every day she was being consistent with the recovery smoothie. And I was always watching like, huh, what does she put in it? Like, what's in it? How can I make one for myself? And here I am, just someone watching her Instagram story. And I thought, well, if I'm thinking that, someone else is. But Liz wasn't thinking it because we, and in our businesses, all of us, everyone listening, we take for granted the things that we do every day in our lives and in our business. And if if you learn nothing else from this episode, the one thing you should take away is what you do every single day is exciting to someone who's just watching you for the first time. So I, I always think of like people who paint or people who, uh, do pottery. Like they just do that. That's their thing. That's their work. That's their passion. But people like us, consumers, potential clients, fans, followers, if we're watching you, it's because something is different and they're excited and they want more details. So she already makes the smoothie. She knows the recipe, like the back of her hand. Let's create a free download where people can get her free, her, her, um, green, Simple green smoothie for free. The recipe now, and Liz like adapted this recipe from was it Chris Carr's um, cookbook?
1: Yeah, part of it is Chris Carr, and part of it's Yogi Triathletes Cookbook. They have right. One so in this is advice. a
0: perfect. So this is a recipe, and we'll we'll actually we'll put the uh, link to the the smoothie recipe in the show notes, and people can can opt into your list and grab that for themselves. But the point being that it was something so simple for Liz. That people who are attracted to what she does, the mind, the running, the nutrition, they want some of this. They They want a simple recipe to recover after their training every day as well. And this is a great way, an easy way for Liz or for any of you to attract the right people. And she's not expecting a lot from anyone other than, hey, if you want the recipe, I'll send it to you. Like that's that easy. And we live in a world where most people know that in order to get, you've got to give. So you give your email in order to get the recipe. Well, I
1: think, and just sorry to interrupt you, but just I think the real lesson here too is we always think we need to change it up and give something different, but there's always going to be somebody out there who is either a, just like you've told me many times, seeing me for the first time. Yeah and don't know about the green smoothie, and, it's, and it, it's already done and consistent and easy. I don't have to do any more work to put it right. out there, and I'm getting people.
0: Right, I think it's the, the, the key is that there will always be someone new watching and listening, and even if they've been attached or connected to you in some way for a month or three months, maybe they weren't ready for the green smoothie recipe. And I like to use as an example because I think it's just easy. Whatever your download is, whatever your thing is. I mean, I have people and I think I've shared this before on the podcast. You know, I have an email list that's been around for five, six years. Like I have people that have been on my email list for that long that are just starting to engage with me on social media or have just booked a free call to learn how we can work together. I mean, you... You, not, no two people, no two athletes, two fans, two followers are going to go through the same relationship journey with you. And so it's really important to keep repeating what it is they can do to work with you or download this recipe and learn the tips that I like to share with my athletes for recovery smoothies, or let's get on a call. Like, I love to say this, and it's probably annoying people by now, but when you've said it enough say it one more time because that person will will hear you when they need to and they maybe didn't hear you a week ago or a month ago or a year ago so yeah thanks thanks for bringing that up too keep it simple like don't overcomplicate things when you start to spiral and be like well I gotta put a new picture in and I gotta add this logo and then there's gonna be a link like you know what that no one cares they just want the recipe and then well
1: and and just like you said like, like to like you just when you think you said it enough say it one more time. I actually still have people that either reach out to me via the green smoothie or they're reaching out to me and asking me if I do certain types of coaching. So right. it's a reminder to me that I need to be very you need to be you just need to keep it simple and say it. This is what I do. Here's how you can work with me. And your services page has to be that simple too.
0: Ah, do you want to get into that? <laughs> no. Another podcast, but I think the point show. (laughs) we'll do that again. We'll do that. When that's done, we will definitely do another show and celebrate. So I think that the key here is being simple, keeping things simple so that our dream client can go through that relationship journey because someone else is going to make it simpler than you. If you start trying to put bells and whistles and make the PDF different and add the colors here and there, like some of the best downloads that I've gotten are literally black and white with like a logo on the bottom. Like I want the content. I don't need all the stuff. And, and the other thing is, I don't know if you've ever downloaded like someone's ebook and it's like 37 pages and the first page is the cover and the second page is the table of content. And then like on the back, it's like, this is how you can reach me. And then there's like a picture of them. It's like so much. It's like, forget it. I'm not even going to look at it. Like it's just too much. Give me what I want. Give your customers, your fans, your followers, your clients, your athletes, what they want, what they need to take the next step with you, because it is about that journey. And so let's get into a little bit about inspiration, Liz, because you you do inspire people online, but I'm curious, where do you get your best ideas and your inspiration from to market better? Wow,
1: that's a good question. Um, so. Honestly, a lot of my inspiration. I love listening to podcasts. Like yeah. I, it's probably one of my favorite things to do in the car. And often, I, anytime I'm moved by just a sentence that someone says, or I feel something like some type of emotion, and sometimes it's tears. Yeah, I'm definitely inspired by like some of my favorite podcasts are well, yours, uh, Yogi Triathlete. Um, there's a show called ginger runner live. They also put it on as a podcast. I watch it and I, so I'm always inspired by them because they not only show elite runners in the trail running world, but they also, um, people just like me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I've actually been on it, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I'm inspired by the stories of everyday people like me. Um, yeah. I also forget how my story is actually, ins- I'm always surprised when people reach out and tell me how th- they were inspired by something I did, because it's just so innate in what I do that I right. don't think about it. Um, I'm also inspired by when I'm running. Like I, a lot of what comes to me or things I want to say or talk about yeah. it may, it is when I'm out running. And sometimes I even have to stop, pull, grab my phone and record it before I lose it.
0: Yes, well, and that's the best content, right? The best thought, the best quote comes in a from a place of intention and a place of inspiration, which is something that I really love talking about. So, I I I definitely, yeah, you
1: also said quotes. I love quotes. Um, Yeah, and also that I, even though I get all these inspirations, I. Also, know they all don't have to be posted all at once. And just because I come up with something today doesn't mean it needs to be posted today.
0: Yes. Actually, let's go into that. What <laughs> what, what well we know we know that Mark that Instagram's your favorite platform, but what's a strategy that has worked really well for you? Like, let's say in the last three months, because I've really seen a big difference in you the last three months. Like, what what strategy would you share? with anyone who's like thinking, oh, I have a quote, I have to go post it. Or I have a story, I have to go share it. What, what's your thoughts and how can we relate this to how marketing is like running a race?
1: So what I do, what, and what I've been trying to do really consistently is I have certain pillars in my business and it's kind of like what's in my logo. I have mindset, nutrition, running, and also like my story or my training. So what I try to do, let's just using Instagram because it's my favorite is I, right. before I post anything, I look at the grid and where it's at right now and what I posted in like the last nine times. Yeah. Um, and I see if it flows, am I, or did I post too much about one thing? And that like, I try to vary it so that it's like, I have this thing that where I post like on Mondays, like meditation Monday, or sometimes it's Monday motivation or two. I give a tip on Tuesdays. Like it's the Tuesday, my Tuesday tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try to bring nutrition in there. Um, I'd bring my own training and I always bring my two dogs, Thorn and Ginger into it because people love my dogs. Who doesn't love right. a good dog picture?
0: Right. Um, right.
1: And, but I use Planoly to go in and create, where I know I want to put things. And then I go into all the ideas that I've been keeping and recording and see where they could fit in. And sometimes I put things in and schedule them and then I go back in and because something came up to me today that is more organic and I feel is more important. And then I'll push that maybe to the following week. So I am very conscious of what, what I'm posting instead of just posting.
0: Right. So you're very intentional. You're saying you're very intentional with yes. the message and the content that you're putting out. It sounds like you let those pillars um help you balance so that you're not super heavy and like come work with me and you're not super heavy on the, you know, there's these are my recipes, and you're not super heavy on, you know, like it's a good balance. So I'll tell you the best thing about that and rotating, I love the pillars for you. And, it's just such a natural um, way for you to talk about what you do. And actually it helps you keep um, in that mindset of I am a coach, right? Because you yeah. were very heavy once on the my story and yes. weren't always so quick to add you know, the valuable stuff or the nutrition stuff, unless it was your own. And then you were forgetting about the, hey, I'm a coach, here's how you can work with me. So I, I love that you use the pillars to help you stay balanced even if we're just talking about Instagram, and I think you do get clients from social media. I know you've gotten leads from social media and you've gotten people on the phone and you've converted them into athletes, but what's, what you're doing is you're giving the people what they need when they need it by keeping it balanced about those pillars. And I've actually shared the story before that with my four pillars, I actually, if you go into my grid right now on Instagram, um, my handles love your biz, you'll see I've literally wrote through those four pillars for Deb Laflamme. Like I have my about me. I have my inspiration. I have my valuable content and then I have anything that will make me money. Right. So that's the like, join my, join my list or let's do a coaching call or join my mentorship or be a VIP or join my free group. Like anything that will eventually make me money is one of the four pillars. And Here's the thing, guys, we are marketers. And if you're marketers, you're looking to make money and there is nothing wrong with that. So make sure that that is a piece of your strategy. Like Liz is saying, she's identified her pillars. She knows that these are the four things that she's gonna always talk about. So she curates that content. She creates the graphics or the posts and then she puts it out to the world. And she's making sure that she's giving her audience what they need when they need it.
1: And I also another part of that too, and this is one reason I love Instagram stories, but I also like Facebook is I like sharing others. Yeah. Either it inspired me, or I really think you need to listen to this, or I learned this from hearing it. Um, And it's really easy to do that where you're just sharing the energy because there is enough for everybody. And I want to go back to your point. We are in a biz we're in business, right? (laughs) And when you're in business, you want to make money. And I think we need to remember that that is okay. That we want to make money. Mm-hmm. My, money is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, and and in order to make it, you've got to say what you do. And and I think you need to say it simply too. Don't get bogged down in all kinds of fancy words. I think when I'm the simplest, when I'm simple and I just am clear and concise, I get more response from people than when I try to make it this beautifully worded paragraph.
0: I know. It's it's so funny because, um, you are a great writer. And I think when we said like, just be frank, like just do that. It just, it kind of took a lot of pressure off because you are a good writer. It's like so easy for you to just start writing. See, I don't have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing that ever happened to me was like a Twitter post, like Deb, if you Deb, Deb's the queen of being able to say something in 140 characters. They don't, they don't limit you like they used to. But for me, because when I start to write and I, again, I, I share this story a lot, like writing a blog post is crippling for me because I just want to keep editing and overdoing and changing my voice and giving this and adding this tip and giving the listicle and putting the link in for a quotable and all these things. And it's like, Thank God Instagram has a limit. Thank God <laughs> I know that people on Facebook don't want to read a novel in your social media post. They don't. Give them what they need. If you can get it out in three sentences, then get it out in three sentences. I don't, I don't actually enjoy reading blog posts on a Facebook post. And I would bet that your audience doesn't either. If your audience is made up of someone who is busy, they do not want to read a chapter of a book in your social media post. So give them what they need. Who are you? What can you offer them and how can they get it? Now, you know, obviously you'll do that creatively because we promote creative content, but you get the, point. the less, really less is more. And I think that's the same thing. If you were to sugarcoat every athlete's training, and if you were to tell them to, to do this and then do that, it's very confusing. Just tell them they need to run hills today. And this is how long, and this is why, right? Done. Yep absolutely
1: and even when i'm first putting meditation in for them i keep it so simple yeah because the last thing i want to do is have a new athlete working with me and overwhelm them with i use training peaks to put their plans in and yeah. i don't want to overwhelm them with a box for meditation a box for this a box for that like and then they're looking right. at their day thinking even though it's not that much time to see all that information it can be overwhelming
0: yeah No, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like we don't want things to be hard. You know, go back to the green smoothie. We want it to be easy for them to get on your list, easy for them to connect with you, and everybody loves smoothies now. Like, I'm waiting for you to start going into, like, another recipe. Like, hey, after you've got my green smoothie recipe, let's do a smoothie bowl because I do like like those bowls, so I'm waiting for you to do that.
1: Um, Yeah, that's next. I've been working on it. But real quick, I just wanted to add in um, one thing we didn't talk about is why I'm running on Venti.
0: Oh yeah, get into that. Well actually it's funny because that would be my wrap up is you know you want to let's do a top tip for um my listeners and then you can share what's happening in your business and why you're running on Venti. Give me I would
1: say okay so I would say my top tip is to be intentional with your message and consistent and always ask yourself am I speaking to my dream soulmate client? Or am I posting, because this person down the street doing something similar posted this. So that would be my biggest tip is, is if you focus on that, you can't go wrong.
0: Right. Right. And that's the, that's a beautiful way to wrap that all together in a pretty bow is there's always going to be someone who's doing what you're doing but guess what? They can only, you can only do it your way, and they do it their way, and you're going to attract different people than they attract. So stay in your own lane, just like in a race around a track. You're going to stay in your own lane. Um, so I always have to bring it back to the metaphors for running. But all right. So and,
1: always, and only pass someone on the straightaway, not there you on the go.
0: Track. That's good. I like that little tip. I'll, I'll remember that. I'll put that in my running bank. So tell us why you are running on Venti. It is actually funny. I mean,
1: so ironic, a long looks. time ago in a land far, far away, Deb and I were sitting down talking about me being a running coach. And at the <laughs> time, I was thinking I wanted to be a real estate agent, which is so freaking funny because I'm so far from being anything like that. And, I can't and, even imagine
0: <laughs> what that career would have looked like if it's because someone said, You should come work with me. Yes.
1: Exactly. And I wasn't listening to myself and being intentional. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll follow that path. And I would have been unhappy. Easy.
0: That sounds easy.
1: Uh-huh. Um, and, and then we started thinking, okay, running on, running on this, running on. And then you, I think you were somewhere and you <laughs> sent me a message running uh, on venti. And yeah, I was like, because I, I go to where. Starbucks.
0: I was literally, well, we always met at Starbucks, right? And you yep, always yep. drink, right? And so I was actually... In a client meeting up on the North Shore, I was in a Panera and he had to take a call, which was great. I went out to my car and I texted you and said, "Run a play on words, instead of running on empty, be running on Venti. And I was like, quick, grab that URL. <laughs> and that's
1: the first thing I did. I was like, oh my God, I love that. And, it, and now my athletes are Venti coached. Um, yeah. run for team Venti and yeah. I, it's, yeah, my total, and it's, and it's, it is about coffee and I do love my Venti coffee, but it's also about going big in your life. And that's what I try to bring to my athletes. It's about like, there's no second chances there. This isn't a dress rehearsal. Like they say, like go big, like, right. This is the time.
0: I love that. I love that. That's amazing. I've actually never heard you say that. Cause I'm, I guess I'm not your athlete, but I think you should use that more because that's, you know, when I, when, when Starbucks gives me my freebie, guess what I go for? The venti. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I'm like, yes, thank you. I've earned this. So I do love that. I love that whole visualization. And I love seeing you. It's really part of your marketing, part of your branding. Um, it's awesome. It's just so good. And it's, it's something you connect with. And um, it's definitely different, which I love. And, you know, it's about all the things for you and bringing it all together. So why don't you share with our listeners what's happening in your business at the time of this recording and where can we connect with you online? I'll make sure I put all the links, but go ahead and just share like your handles and things.
1: So you can, my favorite place to be, as I've said, is Instagram at running on venti, the same for Facebook. I am on Twitter, but I'm just, I don't go there every day, to be honest. I'm one of those people that I don't think I'm funny enough to be there, (laughs) so. um, But I do read stuff there often. Yeah, Um, yeah. And also my website, www.runningonbenty.com, where you can find how to work with me and my most recent blog posts. Um, I have a bunch I'm gonna be posting. I have done a lot this first half of the year in my own life, plus just to help my own athletes. Yeah. where I went to Ethiopia at the beginning of the year, all the way through to doing four ultras in eight weeks. So um, there's, there will be a lot to read about.
0: Right. And I would say that um, you know, Liz really meets people where they are for their training. And so if you guys are looking to bring a mindset and running coach into your life, definitely reach out to her and have that quick call with her, discovery call, just so that you can understand how she can help you in your training. Um, And how your mind can help your training. So I think that's the beauty of what sets her apart from everyone else. So Liz, thank you for sharing your journey of marketing with us. I know I've been, I've had a front row seat um, and, you know, I'm standing up applauding you because, you know, they say you've come a long way, baby. I mean, you are the epitome of someone who was like, please don't use the M word around me because I'm not going to do it. (laughs) when we first started, but now say that you're someone who, you know, the more intentional you are, the easier it is for your clients to connect with you. And that's all I really want for my listeners and for my clients is to learn how to market differently and set yourself apart from everyone else. Because when you speak your message and you share your gifts, your dream clients hear you loud and clear. Thank you
1: so much, Deb, for having me on. I so enjoyed talking with you about marketing. Um, I do love marketing, especially now. And for all (laughs) of you listening who don't work with Deb, I highly recommend working with her. (laughs) She's literally changed my life and my business would not be where it is without her.
0: Well, we're almost, we're almost where you want to be. So I'm looking forward (laughs) To the next round with you, Liz. All right, you guys, thanks again for listening to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. If anything was a moment of, oh my God, yes, I need to hear more or yes, that makes so much sense, please screen grab while you're listening and tag me on Instagram, love your biz and add Liz on there if you love this episode as well, running on Venti. And there are more more, more, more casual conversations coming your way. You guys have a great day. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now, go market your biz better.